welcome to the Executive Security Podcast, where we talk to CISOs and other leaders in cybersecurity about a career in this industry, specifically how to get into it and how to advance. My name is Gene Fay, the CEO of ThreadX, an API and application security cybersecurity company, and the host of the Executive Security Podcast. Today, we are joined by Eric Jacobson, CISO at Boston University. Welcome, Eric. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me here. Oh, we're really excited. So. I went to Northeastern and uh, you're at BU. And for those that don't know Boston, there's a little bit of tension between those two schools, but I'm still super excited to have you on there. Uh, I didn't play well, I'm, I'm happy to forgive you for your poor choice of school. But. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, for those that now you get it, right? Absolutely. But uh, it's a beautiful campus and they've had massive improvements. Uh, so anybody thinking about going to school in Boston, Northeastern's a great school, but as is BU, BC, and a lot of other great universities that we all have the pleasure of being around. So Northeastern's awesome. fantastic. I'm just doing the, <laughs> doing the ritual. Exactly. Awesome. Well, let's jump into it. Tell us a little bit about your journey. I, I know when we did our prep uh, call, you you said you have a degree in chemistry. So the grand plan wasn't to become the CISO of, of a great university. No, it wasn't. Uh, I wandered quite a bit as an undergraduate. I was enrolled in three different schools inside the university during my four-year undergrad program. And I thought I was going to do everything from theater lighting to teaching. And uh, as you noted, I finally graduated with my bachelor's degree in chemistry. So it, it was sort of all over the place. And then I started doing some grad work because when your bachelor's degree is in a science, that's the only thing you can do. I thought maybe I was going to be a high school chemistry teacher, take that chemistry degree and go out and teach. What I learned in that process was that teaching at the high school level wasn't the right career for me at that time in my life. Uh, I wasn't happy doing it. And I said, okay, this isn't going to work. So I took the skills that I had and I went over to the IT organization and said, so what can I do for you? And my first job was an entry level union job. I was working in the data center, taking tapes in and out of computing devices. But I found that I had a real knack for running computer systems. So I Mm. worked my way into information security from there. Wow, that's awesome. I've got three daughters. One's already graduated from university. One is in college right now, and the other one's just about to go. And I think about your journey and the fact that uh, a lot of kids can't do that now, because if you get into, let's say, the, the BU communication school, it's really difficult to then go to one of the other schools or equally the the inverse, probably more true because communication school is very prestigious there. So I think the fact that you were able to do that journey and find your tribe of people and then equally decide that none of those things were exactly what you wanted to do says a lot to the uh, explore, you know, you kind of explored and that's what universities are about. And even early in your career, I, I just helped a, a young uh, person a young lady uh, who graduated with, uh, she went to undergrad and then got her master's degree in teaching and decided Mm -hmm. that she didn't want to become a teacher. I said, well, you went pretty far in your education to to figure that out, but hey, and now she just got on her own. Actually, I made some introductions, but none of them turned into anything, but she found a job in in HR because she thinks that's where her passion is. So to your point, I think it's really interesting to go from lighting design to chemistry to cybersecurity that's an awesome trek. And again, talks about if you are somebody that's willing to explore, there's a lot of opportunity, especially in our field. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this person you're talking about sounds a lot like me. I was pursuing a master's of arts in teaching. I chose not to finish it, but yeah. the, it was uh, along those same paths. But a lot of those skills are replicable and very useful inside the IT world and in business in general. Yeah, absolutely. So what's it like to work in cybersecurity university compared to a lot of your peers in the corporate world? I mean, we 
I think you are our first CISO at a university. So we're excited to get your perspective for people that are thinking about it, maybe hadn't thought about going back to one of their university, you know, where they went to school and maybe start there. Yeah, that's a great question. So one of the things that's most important to me about this job is sort of is being attached to the mission of the university. So universities, we seek to expand minds, create knowledge, do groundbreaking research, and that helps all of humanity. It's a very service-oriented culture that we have. And to me, that's always been more important than just going out and making a lot of money or making money for my clients. All noble things, all that we need every people we need people to do them. But even if I'm a small cog in sort of this giant university machine, I see myself as helping to build a better world for my children to inhabit. The second piece of it is because we're not so directly in pursuit of that almighty dollar, we're an educational institution, we tend to have a culture that is more accepting of that learning path that you're on. When we have outages, I do not get a call from the CFO telling me how much we just lost in sales. It's not to say our outages don't have costs. We just don't see them in the same way as other verticals will view them. Uh, so it creates a very collaborative environment in which we all seek to learn and do better and and learn from our mistakes. Just uh, another question on that. Uh, in terms of the types of things that you're typically trying to protect, student IDs, research, are those main kind of the mission of you from a protection strategy? Just curious. Yeah. So my job in information security is to help the university protect its data, regardless of what that data is. We have, certainly have a ton of student data, but we have financial data, healthcare data. We have all kinds of things. Sure. I, thought, um, I didn't think about the healthcare aspect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I would say about the university is uh, we're much more like a city than a business in a lot of senses. In addition to that education product that we sell and the finance department that we need to support that, we look more like a city government. We have buildings that we manage and maintain and infrastructure. We have healthcare for our, our students. We have people who live on campus in a residential system to whom we look much more like an ISP, like a Verizon or a Comcast. And we have a police department and we have a theater and we have all sorts of supporting services that go around that. So from an IT and information security perspective, there's always something new for me to learn about out there. There's new yeah. challenges to solve and I've never gotten bored. Yeah, that's awesome. I hadn't thought about that city analogy. That makes total sense. Absolutely. You are supporting those students in all aspects of their lives, especially when they're living on campus. So that's great. So obviously, tuition can be a big benefit for working for higher education. What are some of the other benefits that you found for working for a BU? So you know, we love to get candidates in that want to earn their degree or have spouses or children that want to do that. But it is much more than degrees. So I've taken classes in assembly language programming that I did not need for my job. I've taken a class in wilderness survival I've never used, but I found some enrichment in taking them. So I think more than just, you know, tuition is the way I'm going to pay for school. This is, you know, a chance to grow and expand your mind and consume the services that the university provides. But, you know, another key aspect is that uh, we have a fairly flexible work environment. So the university day is arguably all day long, but it's longer than any one person shift. And that enables us to be fairly accommodating in terms of starts and ends to the day. We have some options for remote work, depending upon what your position involves. And we just have this unique collaborative environment that uh, enables us to work together in unique ways. That's awesome. Great. And when you're looking for a new hire and you've got some candidates in front of you, what, what are the things that you're typically looking for? So 
I'm a good example of uh, someone who would not have that sort of quintessential background that looks great on a resume applying for a security position when I started in this role, right? I had a, a bachelor's in chemistry and some vague work experience in an office. So, you know, if you have a computer science degree, it, it, that's great. But what I'm really looking for is an analytical ability. If you can mm. take a problem, really look at it, understand it, and propose a solution, that's what I need in my team. You do need some basic computer skills. You need to be able to use a word processor and uh, use a web browser and so forth. But the skills sort of translate to, you know, if you're, if you're like reading detective novels or playing in escape rooms or solving Sudokus, anywhere you're, that you're looking at a problem and what you want to do is to figure out what I can do to take this the next step and solve this problem. Uh, that's what I'm looking for. I, I think historically IT has been uh, sort of shut under the basement as the technical trolls, and you've got to have this deep understanding of how computers work in order to do anything. Increasingly, that's not where we are. We're out in the business units talking to business leaders about what they're trying to do and how information technology can help them achieve those goals. So I'm increasingly looking for a lot of those soft skills of your ability to go out and talk to people and interact with them and provide strong customer service and make them feel like they're special and that we're going to help them solve their problems and build that relationship much more than I need the technical people who put packets on wires. Yeah, no, I think it's well said. And I think the inquisitive nature of somebody, I think, is another helpful. It's it's sometimes tough to demonstrate in an interview, but I think that we've had other people talk about things that they can do from an online perspective to create a, a GitHub account or just display some of their work in a blog or a YouTube video to show that piece of inquisitiveness that sometimes people are looking for. And I think the, the other thing that I, I think about your background, and we've heard that before, is coming into cyber from IT, so help desk or getting some frontline exposure to the students in your environment or the teachers or the department heads, but helping them with specifically IT and then helping building on that uh, to build into cyber is another way that we've seen a lot of people uh, kind of grow their careers. Yeah. And again, you know, pulls from a wide variety of things, right? I have someone on my team whose mission is uh, to help security awareness efforts, get word mm -hmm. out to the community about things that matter. And that person looks yeah. much more like a journalist or a teacher right. uh, than a cybersecurity person. So there's, there's a lot of places uh, for those different skills to surface. Yeah, that's fantastic. And Eric, I knew this was going to be a great interview. Uh, so really appreciate your time. For those that are thinking about getting to cybersecurity, check out your local universities as another area to explore opportunities, great benefits. And also, uh, if you're looking to continue to learn throughout your life, working for a university has some great additional benefits. So thank you very much, Eric, for uh, being a great guest. As a reminder to our listeners looking to up their cybersecurity skills, uh, you can get one year free of content from our cybersecurity training portal at threadxacademy.com. The promo code is podcast. ThreadX Academy covers a wide variety of cybersecurity skills and topics, and you can learn more at academy.threadx.com. Also check out one of our latest episodes with Bruce Schneier, where we talk about his latest book, a Hacker Mind, which has been one of our most listened to episodes so far. And lastly, if you want to learn more about API and application security, please visit our website at threadx.com. Eric, thanks a lot. It's a Friday. Have a great rest of your day and more importantly, an awesome weekend. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah.